You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Well, what do you say we do a podcast? We seem to do these every day, so what the hell? Al, how are you? Oh, hi, Jerry. I've written a number of uh, items down for the podcast today. We'll see where we go with this. Right on. Uh, first of all, uh, and I did tweet about this over the weekend, but it, it I don't know why it hit me this weekend more so than others, but I went to get coffee at a convenience store. Yeah. Which I do, by the way, I enjoy coffee from Quick Check, Wawa, 7-Eleven. They're, they're all fine coffees. Like, I don't, I'm not one of these bougie people that can't get a coffee at one of these places. Because when I did tweet about it, I had all these people like, you idiot, you get coffee from a convenience store. The Quick yeah. Check coffee is delicious. I uh, See, I like Wawa. And Wawa. So I'm with you that some of them are better than others, but they're all good. But it was interesting in this uh, day and age of COVID that the general public has access to touch all of the mixers. Sure. Like not only the things that you mix your coffee with, but all of the different milks that and creamers that you can mix your coffee yeah. with. It's all out in the open. Yeah. And it really hit me. And then, of course, again, Twitter being the worst that it is, it's all people go, well, you're touching the door handle on your way in. And you're, I don't have, it's the access to the liquids that I have a problem with. Okay. Like that anyone can just, no one's policing that. What if someone wants to take a quick swig of milk? Right out of the container. You're right. Or we've certainly seen in enough cases where people drop, you know, date rape drugs and drinks in bars. Why yeah. would someone not drop something in the hazelnut creamer? Or someone opens the hazelnut creamer and then uh, with, with the cap still off it, they put their finger in it to move it back. And it's like, you there's don't know. a You're million right. things. I'd love to see video footage of that, like in, yeah. a, in a time lapse. And how is that allowed? I, I don't want to get coffee banned from these stores because I, I enjoy them, but... It is just weird, like, how we do allow that. Well, I do know. So 7-Eleven, I believe, they now have the little tubs, at least the one by me. So you have to, they're the, the individual ones. Mm -hmm. Wawa is still the milk cartons. I don't go to Quick Check, so I don't know about that. They're but, all milk cart cartons. And, and that's how Wawa is. Yeah. But I do believe that 7-Eleven that at least has, or they might have milk. I don't know about that. But I know all the creamers are individual packets. Yeah, but they got to offer milk in some ways as well. You're probably right. I don't like I said, I don't know. I haven't been there too often. I just know that they have the creamers, the flavored creamers, but I do know that Wawa for sure has everything open. Yeah, they got to start making more of those milks in mini things. Yeah. Like sometimes when you go to a uh, diner, not only do they have the creamers in those mini things, but they have milk in those mini things. I've never things seen as that. Well. Interesting. Oh yeah, I very rare. It. Very rare, but they do have them. 
So I was thinking about that a lot this weekend, Jerry. It was a really like I was really like agonizing over it. Sure. All the various milks and creamers, and you know when you go to pull, uh, you know one of those either plastic or wooden stirrers out, you're touching all this. You're touching a bunch of them because right. it's impossible to grab just one. Yeah, sounds about right. Well, hopefully yeah. we'll get that straightened out. I don't know who I talked to. Maybe uh, Governor Murphy when he's on with Moose and Maggie later today. Why don't you just keep your line up and then ask Pat Boyle, who's in there, oh. just to interrupt and ask Governor Murphy right in the middle of the, of the announcement. And Maggie would be angry, as she should be if I you interrupted think? her program. Her and Moose she should want to smash me in the face. Plus, she doesn't like you anyway for what happened last month, so right. that would really set that her over really the edge. That would really tick her off. Oh, yeah, just Governor Murphy, quick question. I'll, and I could do it like a reporter. Al Duke's uh, Boomer and Geo WFAN Radio. <laughs> And the warm-up show uh, about these uh, convenience stores. Uh, number two, shopping. Uh, I'm having a very hard time. I, it's very rare when I go into a supermarket and there are yellow bananas available. Okay. They're always green. green. Not at Dearborn. They've got yellow bananas? Yeah. they have At Dearborn, you can get them green. You can get yeah. them in the middle, and you can get them ripe, and then you can get them over. They actually will keep a couple overripe ones because people do like those for smoothies, I believe. Yeah. I will, like, search through my bananas. Like, I'd love a banana, like a six-pack of banana, and where one or two is ready to go. Right, sure. And then the others are almost ready to go so that I know by the end of the week, like, after I eat the two, because I eat one banana a day. Okay. But it's like there's so many green ones. Very deep green, and then even the ones that are kind of yellow, the first, like the Monday banana, always sucks for me. Got to go to Dearborn Farms, my man. Yeah, too bad you don't live near it. You used to. I used to live near. You it. don't anymore. I just I go to Stop and Shop. That's the supermarket near me. Sure, They've got sure. green bananas. I think too the time of year doesn't help. Like right now, I don't think it's a great time to buy them. We're That's in the off market banana. I think so. There's a area. lot of freight and a lot of uh, delivery and and mileage that gets uh, to be yeah. traveled. Because of where they're coming from. But like I said, it depends on where you go. Did I tell you Costco has self-checkout now? No, that's awesome. Oh, I didn't. See, I don't think it's awesome. And I'll tell you why I don't like it. I love self-checkout. Because there's no bags. There's Mm. too much stuff. Mm -hmm. And quite frankly, I'm paying you a membership fee. Do something. (laughs) I don't don't care for it. They took away the the Costco and Hazlitt. They took away, I want to say, at least five lanes, maybe six. To make self-service. And now there are six self-service. Now, so I was there the other night. That's where I got my tire. I finally got my tires done uh, Friday or Saturday. Saturday, I finally got that done. And go in there, no one's in the self-service lane. And the guy's like, you know, guys, we're open over here. And everybody's looking at him like, yeah, great. We want them to help us. Hmm. So I see. I go right to the self-service. Yeah, I'm, I'll pass. Thanks. I'm good. I like bagging my own stuff. That's fair. Just Although you could do that in the regular lane as well. Yeah, that's true too. Probably even faster because they're scanning and you're bagging. But no bags at Costco, as you know. Right, no bags. You bring right. your own bags. But I thought of you when I saw that the other day because we've had this conversation about yeah. the uh, the checkout. Self-serve checkout. Yep. I ran a poll, Jerry, over the weekend. I want to see if you... You did? You, yes, You shockingly, did a poll. <laughs> did a Twitter poll. I got 5,762 votes. That's a good number. What was this based on? Uh, the question was... Simple. Do you think we do will? You... St- do you think we will still be required to wear face coverings at indoor public places five years from now? No. Next year, uh, yes. Five years from now, no. Seventy-two percent said no. 
Because okay. I was having this conversation with Gina when she was said, oh, I can't wait till we don't have to wear a mask. And I go, I don't think that's happening. Like, I think we were are always going to be wearing masks. Do I think it's possible that we could yeah. be? Yes, I do think it's possible. But I, I do believe, because remember this, when you go to dinner now, you don't wear your mask having dinner. Right. You know, as long as the tables are spaced out, I guess the question would be is if you go back to normal capacity, but you can't have your mask on when you're having dinner. So that's not true. Right. And I guess the question would be when you're shopping. I'll tell you this. I do think we will see it for sure. Do I think it will be mandatory? No. Right. I'm fine with that. If you want to wear a mask in the supermarket, go ahead. Which I got to tell you, I might anyway, because this is so far now. I still got another month to get to. But this is like the first winter I've gone without getting sick. Mm-hmm. And I do, you know, it's the obviously it's the Purell and all that. But I do think the masks have something to do with it. So, Even though they told us the masks are helping other people, not us. No, I, but I do think it does help because you're still putting some sort of a blocker up yeah. in some way. Do I think that they're, you know, 100%? No, not at all. But I also think as long as you're not face talking with someone, I think it does help. Here's what else I don't think happens in, within five years. Full giant stadium. To capacity. You might be right about that. It depends on how this vaccine goes. Hmm. If we get to a point where these numbers, I mean, and I was reading something this morning where the numbers are really like dramatically lowering. If we get to a point where the numbers are really small and people are vaccinated in big numbers, why not? My mom and sister got their second shots uh, uh, last week. Okay. Or uh, yeah, Friday, I think both got very, very ill for a day. They were really in rough shape. Really interesting, especially yeah. when they say they're not injecting the the virus into you. I don't. It's yeah, weird. My father got a shot, and, and my other sister did too. No problems. Interesting. Okay, I've because I've heard these stories too. A lot of people are like, "No, no problem," and then a couple of others are like, "Man, it kicked my butt." Right. Oh, yes. Feel like they're knocking on death's door with Ugh, uh, just getting the that. vaccine. That you don't want that, right, Jerry? I don't want to hear that. God. Okay. All right. All right. Let me check these things off, Jerry. Milk and coffee. Did you see Connor check. Cook? You know our boy Connor? Yeah. Who loves you, by the way, Big as listener, you know. Yep. He sent me a uh, picture the other night as he was enjoying an Owl's Boring beer in his Owl's mm-hmm. Boring t-shirt, which and, is just, uh, as I said, you're like an Owl sycophant. It's good And an Owl's Boring hat also. No, that I didn't. What, did he send you the picture too? Yes. Oh, good God. Anyhow, I didn't notice the hat. I was, whatever. He sends me a text yesterday. Uh, and I haven't checked, and I don't know if this is true. I want to get your take on this. All right. Now, there's no question about it as I am pulling up Connor Cook. Hold on, because he sent me another text this morning about the camera. Apparently, my settings were all screwed up. On my, it was my fault on the laptop. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, I was on the. I was back and forth on text with CBS all morning. Yeah, I screwed the whole thing up. So CBS. he he sends me a text on Saturday night to ruin the sanctity of Target. And specifically the VIX aisle, they put these in there. Now, this is Target. Most families go through Target. Would you not agree? I would say that, yeah. And I know, did he send you this too by any chance? No, this I did not get. And I I totally understand that this has almost become mainstream now, and it's not a taboo subject any longer. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a good thing. But this picture has in the condom aisle and the cold aisle and all the VIX he's talking about. Yeah. They now sell vibrators for women. Hmm. I have seen these in drugstores now. Really? Yeah, they're just out there now. They're, they're in the condom area and well, the tampon area. They are in Target, too. How about yeah. that? I got to check my... I'm going to see my, my Target house. Now, I live in a... Not the same area as Connor, but we're in 
similar. He's probably in between me and you somehow. I know he moved, but um, I, I don't know. I was surprised by that. Yeah. I mean, hey, yeah, listen. if you go down to, if you go even to like Walgreens, Rite Aid, any of those, CVS, huh? vibrators. I That's when you know. go to self-checkout. Why, you wouldn't feel comfortable buying no. a female vibrator? No, I, well, I don't want I don't want to, anything in that aisle I'm going to self-checkout. Lube, rubbers, vibrators, tampons, panty liners. Does this happen often for you? Adult diapers. <laughs> They're all self-checkout items. Yeah. So I, anyway, so I guess that is true then. Okay. Which I, I didn't doubt him. I mean, he sent me the photo. Yeah. I just would not have thought that that was in a Target store. Right. So, and I, I did, I took offense to the guy dis, uh, dismissing Target this morning. Me too. The bad store. Target the has, biggest retailer yes. that in Walmart in the entire country. And their biggest, I believe their biggest uh, sale item in the electronics department are Samsung TVs and the Apple phones and watches. Like, yeah. dude, shut up with this you whole shut Target your mouth. stuff. That was, that was stupid. And as it turned out, my computer was fine. So zip it. I'm, I'm glad you put them right in this place, Jerry. That was fun. I enjoyed uh, during, that. During the warm-up program, I mentioned briefly this uh, documentary on comedian Patrice O'Neill that I watched on the Comedy Central app over the weekend. Yes. But it got me thinking about, you know, there are a bunch of comedians in there that um, that came up with Patrice and people that are successful. And it got me wondering, where does where does fame go for certain people? Okay. So Dane Cook was one of the guys in this documentary. There was no one bigger than Dane Cook. And where is he now? The t- yeah, like, and I and I know he still works out material mm-hmm. at places because I see him when I you know people I follow on social media comedians I see when they post oh I'm working out material at you know the Laugh Factory and they'll they'll put the list of comedians that night and he's always on there right right. But what like that guy was on top of the world what happens do they do they take too long between releasing stuff? Well, I think it's the perfect example of you have to strike while the fire's hot because you never know I tell you what's interesting the more of these Howard Stern interviews that I listen to with celebrities, yeah. the one common theme I am finding for almost all of them is low self-esteem. And very little self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And they all seem to feel like at some point the rug is going to be pulled out from beneath them and it's all going to be over. Yeah. And I think I, I just found that interesting. I don't know who the let me I don't know if it was Chris Rock. It might have been Chris Rock, was the last one I heard. It was an older interview. I think I think it was him. Um and now no, maybe it was the Kevin Hart interview. And now you're talking about Dane Cook. That's a perfect example of a guy that had everything was making a fortune and now isn't really in demand, is he? No. And I wonder like what happens? I don't know. I, because I, I understand like like another one that I thought of was Andrew Dice Clay. Who just did a banquet room comedy show. Right. In New Jersey. This guy was doing arenas around the country. Yeah, he did. He, I don't, I gotta be honest. I'm not even sure if he was the headliner. Yeah. Now him, I can understand like he was more of a gimmick Right? He had the nursery rhymes. He was super filthy. But he did arenas, Al. Yeah. He wasn't some nightclub gimmicky guy. He sold out Madison Square Garden. Right. Multiple times. Yeah, I don't know what happens. Like, I know what happens in music, right? So someone like, let's say, uh, 
Third Eye Blind puts out that record, right? Which was a huge record, their first record. It had mm-hmm. Semi-Charmed Life and right. Jumper. It had everything on it. And then you go on tour. And because you're popular, you're on tour for a couple years. And then you go to write your next piece of music. And by the time you write it and produce it and get it out there, four years has gone by. Sure. It can be. And now no one's interested anymore. And if you rush it, you put out garbage. Right. Does that happen with comedians too, I guess? Like when you put out, like Dane Cook, he puts out a special. And when you put out a special, that's a very popular special. And his his albums, those were double CDs sold incredibly well. So Whimsy's enjoying it. So Mm. you got to figure everyone knows that material now. Yeah, I guess. I mean, so now you got to come up with all new stuff. I suppose. I mean, I'm I'm fascinated by the whole comedian circuit thing, just because. Yeah. Remember, I told you on that Pluto TV, there's that the Johnny Carson show. Yes. So from time to time, I'll pop it on, and they always have the comedians, and it's the ones that were getting their start. I saw right. one the other day, Al. It was Paul Reiser. Yeah. It was so atrociously bad. <laughs> Yeah. That I felt bad that people were being forced to clap because clearly the sign that said applause now yes, was on. Please applause. He was terrible. And I'm thinking, how in the hell could you be an executive and say, that's my next star? He's funny. Right. And I couldn't have done you. And it was very popular. But he was awful. Yeah. And I've seen some old Seinfeld stuff. Terrible. <laughs> and it's like, how did you get so good? Well, I guess that's what it. I guess that's making the point then. So, like a guy like Dane Cook or whatever does does it? Is it just in that moment where it's funny and interesting and different, and then it becomes not good? I guess I, you know what. To me, you're the one that has to answer that. I can't because I'm I'm not into the comedian thing like you are. Yeah. All I know is I put Netflix on, and you can ask my wife. The last four or five that I have put on, I haven't gotten through ten minutes because I think they're just terrible. Well, and I'm talking we, big names, too. Yeah. I was going to say, the, the thing with, like, I used to really be in the stand-up comedy in the 90s and right. the 2000s, and then something happened where... It's not funny anymore? No, I just, I got out of touch with who was big. Right. Because I'd see all these people getting Netflix specials. I was like, who are these people? Sure. Like, I did not know who they were. Well, how about, did you see, I think it's CBS, the new Late Late Show is some girl from YouTube. Yeah, I don't know. She's a, a new host? Yes. They no, gave I was her not aware of that. They gave her a late I think it's the late late show, I'm pretty sure. And well, I the know late we, late show I think is that Corbin uh, All right, hold on a second here. Let me let, just give me one second. I know yeah, we gotta you got go. it, Jerry. Lou new late night talk show. And I'm gonna put YouTube Lube. host because let's see, does it come up here? Lily Singh. She's on NBC. I'm sorry. NBC, the late, uh, yeah. the later show or something. Yeah. So I guess, so I guess she's been around, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know who that is. No, me neither. But she was given a late night show on NBC. That's the. They, you know what that is? That's the networks thinking that they can attract young people back to the networks, and it's just not happening right now. Canadian YouTuber. Yeah, that's what I want to be—a Canadian YouTuber. That is really amazing. So. And I, I looked into this Mr. Beast guy. How Mr. He, Beast. How he got... So his latest video, I mean, really is incredible. And it's all legit, too, because I saw him on an interview talking about taxes mm-hmm. and how complex his taxes are. 
Oh, Boomer might want to listen to that. I believe he's up to 50 million subscribers. Nice. And you get to a certain number where the money just starts pouring in. His latest episode, he gave away $300,000 in cash to people in and around where he lives trying to help them through the pandemic. Yes, and his demise will be like tax evasion or something. Maybe. Uh, That's certainly possible. But he gives away so much of it. They were talking about how in the hell does your accountant even start to sort this out? And he said, the biggest issue is how I don't want. So he'll give his guys money if they win some sort of a sketch or something. Yeah. But he doesn't want them paying taxes. So then he's like, I should pay the taxes. But then again, it's a tax write off because it's a donation. So the whole right. thing's screwed up. Now, it's really it's wild. Yeah. That guy will get in trouble eventually. He might. He might. He's young, too. He's only like 23. And it talked about how he figured out the algorithms to get massive play. Yeah, that's what you need, Jerry. That's what we need to get, find a guy with some algorithm work. Exactly right. Well, you got to take that dog out, don't you? Yeah, she needs to go out, Jerry. We'll do the uh, warm-up show now. We'll see you tomorrow on a Tuesday. You betcha. So. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, we say we do this Monday morning, 5.03 from New York City, where I've got a story for Al. That's where we go down the Jersey Shore in Bradley Beach. We find Al and his dog. What's up, Al? Good morning. Jerry, did you say it was Monday? Monday, Monday, Monday. Oh, Monday. That's hope. I'm sorry. Wish it were Sunday. I think you're better than this. You think this is generic? Yes. Yes, this is a Ray Martel move. I don't have to like run you just com- you just become Ray Martel. The manic Monday. As much as I like the song, it's you know. How about this? This I thought of you it immediately. Used to, it used to be generic, Jerry. It I'm bringing generic. it back. It's terrible. Um, so how about we always discuss the rat situation? In oh yeah, a lot of rats and a lot of uh, sometimes I mean, Jerry. Some scientists say more rats than humans in Manhattan. There might be, and I saw one another one this morning that looked like a cat it was huge and i yeah. went to tell eddie this because i saw eddie walking down king street walking in on varick street between charlton and something let's pass charlton the other way towards the holland tunnel van not Dam. sure okay what is it eddie van dam yeah van dam named in after claude van dam. dam i almost hit an animal walking across the street and what? it was was it a rat it was a possum oh that looked freaked out yeah which tells like, me oh. rabid yeah, and what am I? Maybe he was uh, in New York City and got here accidentally through a sewer system. Someone drop it off a garbage truck? No, but maybe like he came through the sewers oh, of New Jersey. That's the you know it's bad enough that you have to encounter people on the yeah, street humans. at that time. Could mm-hmm. you imagine? And this thing was enormous. Yeah. Oh, and then you I were, saw you a block away from it. Imagine if like that was your demise, Jerry. Like no, you were attacked in New York City. Like if I were to start the sentence and tell people, you're never going to believe. Jerry was attacked in New York City. No one would guess possum. No, of course they wouldn't. I they think would you, guess people. I think you would punt that thing. 
They'd say uh, Jerry was attacked by a mugger, a thief, a rat, perhaps rats, attacked but not by a, a rat, but not a possum. I would guess a rat. Possum? Uh, I have no idea. Are they fast animals? How fast are you, Jerry? What's no, your I'm, forty I'm, time? I'm slow, <laughs> extraordinarily. Slow. Like Tariq Hill could probably outrun a possum. I would think Tariq Hill can outrun a cheetah. Yes, uh, he's possibly. A fast human being, but you're not outrunning a possum. No, I don't know. I don't know how fast a possum runs. I, I think very quickly. Like very I know a small. squirrel is a frantic runner. Very fast. Is the possum? Do you kick it? Like what do you do? Uh, imagine if you go to kick the possum, Jerry, and it grabs a hold of your leg. No, and then just starts I gnawing know. on your. No. Shin, no, that would your be shin bone. You had, yeah, your leg would be cut off. Oh, I'd be anyway. screaming. Ah! So that was the excitement driving in this morning. Ugh. So you almost hit a uh, possum. I almost hit a possum. Yeah, and then you were concerned that perhaps Eddie was going to cross paths with said large possum. Yes, because I was going. In. I was going to text Eddie, and as soon as I picked up my phone when I parked, I saw Eddie walking across the street. I wonder what that sound would sound like. You like. Whoa. Hunting the or kicking, it would be more of a like a you were kicking a field goal because it'd be low to the ground already. You wouldn't have it in your hand to drop kick yeah, it like a punt. Sa- you need the sound effect of splatter. And then uh, Peter would have to come after you, Jerry, for punting a possum Sorry. or kicking nope. a possum. Self defense, my man. Peter King, not Peter King. The people for the ethical treatment of possums. I disagree. Okay. Well, let's see if it. Ha- well, hopefully, we don't find the answer to that, Jerry. Well, hopefully- you don't have to worry about it. You're in Bradley Beach. You're fine. Uh, yeah, but I have a, there's a, a fox down here and, uh, it gives me a look. It will stare me down, but, uh, then it runs off, but Got it, it is a fox. And, uh, I do think sometimes like, what would I do if it attacked me? Much like you with that possum, like, what would you do? You hope your dog springs to action. If she was, uh, if she's a fast greyhound, she'd be gone. Oh, okay. Well, not much of a defense dog leave, then. Leave me to fend for myself, Jerry. Yeah. A lot of items here, Jerry. It is a uh, it's a Monday after a weekend with no football, so there's uh, uh, it's one of those situations this time of year where there's like a bunch of stories but no main story. Agreed. So I'll take a look at some it's a of the buffet. things. It's a buffet of stories. The first one I'm looking at. This is just seems somewhat annoying to me. The NFL, the National Football League. They're looking to redo their TV deals with the networks, and they want to increase their rights fees by 100%. Yeah. If you can get it, good for you. But don't they need the big networks as much as no. the big... What do you mean, though? I don't the, think they do anymore. But it's still a lot of old dudes watching football. Yeah. it's a, And old dudes want, like me don't want to hook up things to get streaming. Uh, you know, I got to stream on NFL The money's Network. coming from the younger dudes going forward. You know this. Mm-hmm. And I think when I look at, and I, I always reference my son who's 16 going on 17, yeah. and I look at the way his friends now consume sports, Right, it is not the same thing. I, I don't, I'm actually blown away watching, and I don't mean eight-year-olds, I mean legit kids that are approaching 20. But they're not watching the NFL games. No, they watch clips. They right. watch, when they do watch, they watch on iPads, they watch on their phone. But don't um, we need need the old dudes like you and me to that are still watching it on the networks? Doesn't the NFL need that? Well, I think there's still always going to be football on the networks, but I think you're not going to get everything on the networks anymore. For instance, I think it's very possible Thursday night football goes to Amazon Prime. I really do, and I you know when you look at Amazon Prime, how many people actually have it? It, it feels like the whole world has Am- Amazon yeah, Prime. Seems it's like a, ma- a lot of people. Now it's a matter of figuring out how to get it. So for me, it's very easy. I know how to do it. You know how to do it. If my father wants to watch Thursday Night Football, I will have no problem going to his house and showing him how to watch Thursday Night Football. 
But it's almost like remember the uh, the the championship game. There was some sort of problem with CBS where they the beginning of the game and nobody not nobody a lot of older dudes had no idea how to get that game sure. on the NFL app. Yeah, that's tough. That's that's a, that. But that's there's no preparation for it because you weren't ready. So when I turned on CBS and there was no game. You know, I, I actually didn't go to the app. I just waited it out. And it finally clicked on. Um, I think if you are prepared for it, and so let's say a deal gets done in June, you've got three months to figure out how to use Amazon Prime if, in fact, Thursday Night Football goes to Amazon Prime. They'd have to start running commercials. Uh, listen, old guys, this right. is uh, listen, when you go Thursday night in September, you're going to go looking for this game. It ain't going to be there. Yeah, so here's I, what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to give them a step by step guide, or they're <laughs> going to have a PSA. Call your grandkids to help yeah. you out with this. Hi, this is Roger Goodell of the NFL. You're going to want to grab your grandkid's phone number right now because you're going to have some questions. If you really think about it, and I hate to keep bringing up Prime, but only because what I'm reading is I think that's where it's going to go. Yeah. They're, they're going to get one of the. Maybe it's Monday Night Football. Maybe it's Thursday night. Yeah, I, I did read that uh, Disney slash ESPN is not happy right. with this increase and might go tell the NFL to go screw They it. might. And I think it, and a company like Amazon might jump up. And if you think about it, Al, it's a win-win for the two sides. The NFL will get more money, and for Amazon, they already make, what, a billion dollars a day or some stupid number? Something stupid. All it would do now, for most people, have it, and for those that don't, now they have new subscribers. Like, there's no negative for Amazon if they did this. None. They make so mm -hmm. much money, it doesn't matter. And uh, ESPN is right. Like, when like Monday Night Football used to be the creme de la creme. It's not anymore. The piece de resistance of the NFL games. Then when Sunday Night Football came around, they were like, nah, NFL, uh, Monday Night Football, you get sort of a scrub game every yeah, week. They gave Sunday Night Football. They actually created the flex scheduling for Sunday Night Football. Yes. I'm, I'm with you. If you're Monday Night Football, you'll be offended by that. Why don't all the networks get together, whoever's the head of CBS, NBC, ABC, and tell the NFL, go screw. You need us just as much as we need you. You could do Call that. Call their bluff. You could definitely do that, but I actually think, I actually believe the networks need the NFL more than the NFL needs the networks right yeah, now. Yeah, when, when you look at the, at the end of the year, they'll normally do the most watched television programs on the networks. Yeah. It's all NFL games. Yeah. Let me and then it'd be this. like one episode of Survivor. You tell me, you're telling me, or you have told me that, and I think I've read this too, that the Sunday ticket is probably going to be streaming only coming up this year. Yeah, I've heard, have heard that. Right, I think the rights with DirecTV have expired. I'm pretty sure. I'll check that, but I think All that's right. the case. Do you think they're going to be hurt by that, or do you think that that's going to help? Because I think it's going to help. Like, right, you're telling me, help. right? If I can go to Roku now and put NFL Sunday ticket on. Great. I don't. I think the networks need it more than they need the networks. I do, which sounds crazy, but I actually think there's that there's a part of that that's true. I went in old guy mode this weekend, Jerry. I wanted to watch a uh, uh, comedian Patrice O'Neill. He passed away. He passed away in 2011. But uh, Bill Bird did a documentary on him. I don't know who Patrice O'Neill is. Oh, he Should was I? terrific, Jerry. Uh, you probably not, but like uh, for people who like stand up, uh, I like, like stand up. Him. I never heard of him. Uh, he was a very funny uh, gentleman, so uh, Bill Bird did this uh, documentary about him, which I wanted to see, but I missed its airing on Comedy Central. I spent all weekend looking for this thing. It wasn't on On Demand. I finally found it on the Comedy Central app after somebody helped me, but then I had to watch it on an app, and I was yeah. like, you're not... Like, it's Bill not Burr, great. 
did all this work to make this documentary. You're showing it one time on Comedy Central, and I that's guess. it? I guess they think that that's going to bring eyeballs to their app. It got that you is there. true. It did get me there, but it was a bit of a struggle. If I wasn't so hardcore into wanting to watch this Patrice O'Neill documentary, they wouldn't have got me there. That's what I mean. It's like there something has to be so all-consuming you to go see it that to draw you there. No disrespect to the man. Yeah. Do you imagine being obsessed, obsessing a, a weekend over a Patrice O'Neill documentary? Yeah, that was what I did this weekend. Others really have nothing families. going on, huh? <laughs> Other people have families to look after, children. You had a Patrice O'Neill. I'm, I will Google him. I, I, yeah. I have no idea who oh, that is. You love it, Jerry. Will I know who he is when I see him? Not sure. Okay. I'm not sure if you will, Jerry, but comedian uh, people Again, like with myself. The comedians like yourself. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's some weekend you had. It was good. It was, and then I watched this special from from a uh, hundred years ago as well. That was that I found on on demand. But, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> where are my pills? <laughs> That's pretty funny. I oh. need my glasses. Yeah, well, I have those on. So P A T R I C E Patrice O'Neill, but yeah, like, O'Neill. No, you you may not. O'Neill is O N E A L. Well, you could spell it with I. I'm going to assume he is so popular that it comes he up. Is. Patrice, there is O'Neill. Let's see. I'm going to take a look mm-hmm. at the. Yeah, I don't know him. You're going to get yelled at on Twitter by some uh, some I'm dudes sure who love comedians. They're going to be like, "You fool!" And I might, you know what? I'm sure when we're done at six o'clock, I'll go back and watch some stuff. Maybe I yeah. do know him. I don't know him by name though. Right. So, all right, cool. Maybe I will even download the app oh. and watch the documentary. How about that? Good luck with that, Jerry. I'm I open-minded. Do, uh, all right, give it a shot because that's how you're going to watch the NFL in the future. The future, Jerry? The future, yes. The future. I, but you know what, though? It's 2021, and I will yeah. continue to say and echo your thoughts. The streaming thing is still not perfected. It's they just haven't figured not. It no. It's not, not yet. There's so, And every day there's a new app. It's just, it's too much new streaming yeah. service. Yes. You can get this, but not that. You can get that, but not this. It's right. like, come on. Back in my day. Mm-hmm. Was that you or is that? I think that was the, the clips that oh. he was playing. I Back get, in my day. See, I can't tell. I could get games on. Uh, I put on the TV. I went up on my roof with a giant antenna. I actually saw, uh, I was in Target the other day. They sell the giant antenna. That you could put on your roof? They say you get like 200 channels. Oh, because it's directional for like ninety miles. You think the uh, condo association would mind if I went up on the roof here and dropped the gigantic uh, no, antenna? But I'm actually contemplating buying it for outdoor reception for my <laughs> TV on the deck. I just go knock on everyone's door. Good news, I've put a giant antenna on the <laughs> you roof. Get free TV. <laughs> You're you, welcome. You'd be a hero. I would, because yeah. there's older people in here. They'd be like, "Oh, I've been waiting to put an antenna on the I roof." I can tell you this. Because I have on one TV in the house, so we have we have cable on I think five T. It's enough. Sounds like I'm you're not paying, No, I'm not. I think it's ridiculous actually. But there was one TV that I put in the office, and I said, you know what, I am not spending more money on cable. It's enough. So I bought one of those window antennas. I will tell the you the flat one that goes like the HD antenna that's dude, flat. You get channel two, four, five, seven. I, for some reason, you don't get nine. I don't understand that. You get They're eleven. Blocking you. Yeah, it's weird. You get eleven. 13, you get Ion, which has all those cool shows like NCIS, Los Angeles, nice. Blue Bloods. Um, there, I would say there's probably legit 20 usable channels that you watch. All free. Free. And it's Chris, It's great. The picture's fantastic. It's not terrible. The problem is you need one for every TV. That's why the 
those antenna up on the roof for my outdoor TV. Yeah. That's what I'm looking to do them. But you can do that legit and not miss anything. And then if you have Roku, for whatever else you want, you could technically stream a couple of channels. That's how you would save money on your cable mm. bill out. You're well, if, you'll, if you need me this afternoon, Jerry, I'll be up on the roof here. <laughs> All right. Well, before you do that, let's take a break. I don't want to lose you before 6 o'clock. So we are just getting started. It's nice, actually, to be in the studio again after Friday's disaster. It's been a, a busy weekend. I'll watch documentaries. I watch some sports. Eddie walked his dog. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. It's Alan Jerry till 6, Boomer and Geo then on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, longtime tag team champions. Absofacto is 525. Governor How do you know Murphy. that, Jerry? What's that? How do you know this song? Because I listen to 92.3. You know that. Oh, nice. Yeah. Governor Murphy with Moose and Maggie at 1120 today with a COVID-19 sports-related announcement. How about that? Full fans in uh, MetLife Stadium. We're going to pack in 70,000 people. In September? Maybe. In September, I but you got to wear nine masks. You know what? I'll wear nine masks if it allows me back in. Well, I don't know about nine. Nine would be excessive. Mm, I wonder what he's going to say. What time is this on? 11.20. 11.20. And what's interesting about it is nothing has leaked yet. Yeah. So I... Uh, my, I don't know what it is. My mm-hmm. guess would be it's got to be something to do with fans and buildings, maybe. I don't know. I guess so. you got to tune in at 1120 to find out like we will. Well, I'm going to be tuned in, Jerry. You know, I'm normally anti-guest, but if he's got something that hasn't leaked yet, I'm interested. And I did get to go on Saturday to my son's first game. Well, not his first game, but my first game this season. I was allowed in the building as they played at the Christian Brothers Academy. Basketball? Saturday. Yeah. It was nice to be back. That Christian Brothers, that they're hardcore over there, right, Jerry? Like they, those those kids live there. I think. They're, I don't know about that. But I will tell you that high school looks like almost like a small college campus. Yeah, the no, I think facilities. they live there. No, I don't. No, think they do no. I don't think it's, it's not a boarding, boarding school. school. I do not believe oh. so. No, it's an all boys high school, and they excel in almost every sport that they have. Yeah, so pretty good. Hmm. It was a JV game. It was pretty good. I think they no, won. Right. I think CBA won fifty seven fifty three. It was a good game. It's actually a lot oh, of fun. A last minute bucket. No, what? but they but they made the what? big shots in the final minute and a half, I would say, for they sure. Made, they made the big shots when it counted, Jerry. They did. Down the stretch, they made the big plays. Uh, Mr. Primetime, Deion Sanders, Jerry. He uh, got his very first win in his very first game as head coach at Jackson State University. Now, hold on a second. Football. Ex- explain this to me. All right. When did they play? I guess they played this weekend. So why are they playing football now? There's I'm a not lot sure. of... Uh, uh, what do you say, uh, FCS teams? That are playing now. Springs, yes. Because I know the Ivy Leagues talked about that, but they cancel everything. So you've got other schools now that are playing a football season now. Yeah, not every conference, but there are a lot, uh, a few conferences that are playing spring ball. Okay, so Jackson State is one of those schools. All right, go ahead. And Deion Sanders is the head coach there and got his very first win, although there was a little controversy off the field. He claims that while he was on the sidelines coaching, somebody stole stuff from his coaching office, including cash and credit cards and this sort of thing. That should never happen. 
Then I believe the school came out and said uh, that the items were misplaced and found, that they weren't stolen, to which then Deion Sanders took to Twitter and said, incorrect, that they were stolen and they caught a kid stealing. Really? Yeah. Wow. So everything was found. Well, you got to have some set of stones to start stealing from Deion Sanders in his own office. In his very first game, Mr. Primetime. I mean, my God. I, between that and the kid with Cam Newton, I mean, these kids really feel like they have... Uh, they got some balls, these kids, well, Jerry. I wasn't going to say that, but you did. Oh. Yes, that's exactly right. Yeah. Like the whole kid. Did you see the Cam Newton thing? I the- did. Now, give us a little backstory on this. Uh, Cam Newton versus like a teenage kid. Yeah, so I can't tell from the story, and then there's video to go along with it. Which yeah. You can't play because you can't make out any of the... It's hard, yeah. The, yeah, it's almost impossible. So it's hard to tell if Cam Newton is coaching at his own camp or if he is coaching a high school team against another high school team. You can't tell by what is put out there. Right. But at one point, Newton's on the sideline, and one of the kids on the opposing team, it looks like, or one of the kids at his camp, is yelling at him that he's broke. That he's a free agent and he's going to be broke. Yeah, and Newton's like, I'm rich. Like, I am rich. What are you telling He's made over $100 million in his career. And then later, after this little 20-second video went viral, as they say, which really had no context to it other than the kid yelling at him and him not yelling back but more like with a smile, like, I'm rich, what are you talking about? Yeah. He then posted a video on his Instagram. They call it The Gram. Is that right? That's right, Jerry. Um, Of him talking to the kid in a, a huddle type of setting with the other players around. And you can't even make out what the two are saying to one another, except he's trying to understand why the kid's coming at him. And then he's asking the kid about his playing career. Then the other coach, I, the whole thing was weird. And I don't think Cam Newton did a damn thing wrong. This kid, though, as you say, Al, had balls because he was going at Cam Newton as he's if he was some, you know, Al Duke's backup quarterback type of career where he never got on the field. Cam Newton was an MVP, for God's sakes. Just another example, Jerry, of teenagers causing trouble. Uh, you're right about that. I, You know what? I'm not arguing with you at all because this kid needed to be put in his place. I bet Cam Newton's with me now. No teenagers. I'm anti-teenager. Well. I, mean, I don't want any does teenagers your, does your girlfriend have a teenager? She does. He's not a bad kid, is he? Uh, no, he is not. Do you spend time with him? I do. Okay, fraud. But I won't know. Sometimes when teenagers get together with other teenagers, trouble. So if you go to your girlfriend's house yeah. and her son has a couple of friends over, yeah. will you then leave? No, but I'll keep an eye on this situation. Fraud. <laughs> you just make sure that you won't be around them. <laughs> I just make sure there's no uh, teenage trouble, Jerry, like yelling at uh, former MVPs and yeah. telling them they're broke. It's a weird situation. Yeah. Very strange. Cam Newton tried to play it off like that the kid wasn't bothering him. Well, he was. He, a, he was like a gnat. It's one of those things where you can ignore it, but after a while, it's like, dude, just shut up. Yeah. And he wouldn't. The kid wouldn't stop. So I don't know what his point was, other than that. I guess his video's gone viral. Maybe he's now a star. I don't. Maybe know. he's a very big. So he's signed a uh, deal with a uh, YouTube. Maybe. And you know what? He actually mentioned in the Instagram fo- uh, video. He. I think he said something along the lines of, "I made it out correctly." Again, the audio was terrible. I think he said something to Cam Newton about like. You've seen my footage on YouTube. You know you have. Oh <laughs> like, just, stop. Just stop. Yeah, and yet I'm talking about it, so whatever. Jerry, let's do a little baseball news. Uh, Brett Gardner staying with the Yankees. I was and, happy to see uh, this. Me too. I love Brett Gardner, and I'm a Mets fan. But 
it is weird, and so I believe Sweeney Murdy tweeted something about this because I responded to it. it. Some Yankee fans don't like him, and I don't understand. Why? I don't know. Isn't Brett Gardner everything you want in a baseball player? I guess people. Well, when I when I had tweeted to Sweeney about this, and then people were going back and forth with us. It it appears the Yankee fans they don't dislike Brett Gardner, but they think his age and what he brings to the table. Like it's, it, he's past his prime. Well, yeah, and it's time if to you move were going to put him in center field for 150 games for sure, Brett Gardner's probably going to be a bench player that will be a spot outfielder, and then he'll start once uh, Stanton and Judge get hurt. Uh, right. <laughs> or Aaron yeah, exactly. Hicks, or Aaron Hicks pulls his quad or his hammy, and you know right. what you get out of Brett Gardner? He'll play because he guts through things. So I think the the plan is probably for him to play, you know, 40 games and be a pinch hitter. Um, pinch runner type of deal, and then when he's needed, he'll be there when someone gets hurt. I think it's also, a good signing. If I was on the Yankees, I I would go up to Brett Gardner and be like, "Listen, if I ever get plunked and I have to charge the mound, I need you to come out there because he seems like a and guy who will this fight." Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why I say when you know you look at Brett Gardner, isn't he everything you want in a baseball player? He's not the greatest player on the field. He's not going to hit you 100 home runs, but my God, he's gonna he's gonna give you good defense, and he is going to hustle his ass off, and we know that about him. Jerry, would you say he's gutsy? He is gutsy. Yes, me too. I, and he's gonna be, you know, a full time. Not full-time, but he's going to be a career-long Yankee. You know, you want to go see him finish out his career in, you know, Cincinnati or something. I don't want to see that. Because he still thinks he can play. So let him finish here. I think it costs you, you know, in baseball terms, nothing. $4 million right. Right. for the Yankees? Whatever. I have $4 million in my pocket right now, Jerry. Yeah, so Bitcoin, it's, I'm sure. It's not a lot of money in the baseball world. Bitcoin over 58 this weekend. Yeah, I just checked. It's back down to 54. Oh, but still, right then. still moving along. Still <laughs> oh, moving, moving along. along. Yeah, Still I moving along. Yet. Uh, Domingo Herman will also address his Yankees teammates yes. about his uh, domestic violence ban. Smart move by him. Aaron Boone admittedly says that uh, he, meaning Aaron Boone, didn't read the clubhouse as well as I should have. I guess he didn't think people would push back on this uh, Domingo Herman coming back. Good. He's got another thing coming. Yeah, I would say so. And it all started with Britain. Zach Britton, yeah, right. Those comments say. the other day. Sometimes you can't pick your teammates. That's exactly right. Hmm. I wonder how that goes do? down. Do you think he goes to people individually in small groups or just cir- everyone read, circles around? I read he wants to do a collective group chat as well as talking to individuals. Oh. So it looks like he will address them all one-on-one and then we'll stand in front of them all. And uh, listen, I don't know what you say, but I guess he'll give it a go. Right. You'll say, uh, I was wrong. This is in my past. I'm moving forward. Please and hope have it never my happened, back. And it better not happen again. I will not disappoint you any further. Yep. This is what I would say. I was going to say, I feel like these are words you have said to someone before, <laughs> just in terms of a relationship. Well rehearsed. I will not disappoint you any further. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I would say, Jerry. Whenever I uh, have something in my past I'm ashamed of, I say, the windshield is bigger than the rearview mirror. <laughs> Looking forward, not looking back, Jim. That's what are, I say. You're a modern day poet, my man. Mm-hmm. They're like Bob Dylan, write some lyrics. Five thirty-five. <laughs> Hold your thought. We got to take a break. All right. Oh. Uh, Five thirty-five. Oh. We still have twenty-five minutes to go, and then it's Boomer and Geo on a Super Monday here on the Fan. 
Bill and Jerry, two scientists responsible for the COVID-19 vaccine. 20 in front of 6 o'clock Monday morning. If you're just waking up, Knicks did win last night, and the Nets beat the Clippers. So they finish out their road trip 5-0 and as they have won six straight. What else you got, Al? I saw that was a record for the franchise, a 5-0 yeah. and road trip. That's surprising to me. Just me because too. while they have not been a great franchise, and don't misunderstand me, they're not the Lakers, they had some runs. I mean, you go back to the kid and you know Jefferson and Kenyon Martin years. I'm surprised they never had a five and zero trip. But I guess also, how many five game road trips do you actually have in the NBA? That's so. I guess not a lot of opportunity. Perhaps I don't. know. I see what you're saying there, Jerry. Yeah. Let's do a little UFC news, just because it's kind of funny, and it would uh, anyone who struggles with their weight, Jerry, will be able to uh, relate to this. Me, hello. Um, a UFC fighter named Rafael Alves. His uh, fight was canceled on uh, Friday, uh, or from, it was either Friday or Saturday, after he missed his weight by 11 and a half pounds. Fat, fat, fat. <laughs> 11 and a half pounds. Which is a record for UFC weigh-in misses. Yeah, you think? Usually you miss by half a pound, a pound, 11 pounds. Jesus. And this guy was only supposed to weigh like 140-something. Like hey, he, man. 11 pounds? He needs Didn't to get, he get a higher on? dose uh, sauna blanket. Oh, definitely go all sauna blanket. I did that this weekend. You went into the sauna blanket? Yes, I did. Did you lose any weight from it? I actually weighed myself before and after 2.1 pounds. Really? In you sweat it out. I sweated two pounds. out two pounds of water weight, yeah. Man, if you could combine that with, uh, you know, going number two, you really could drop <laughs> some weight. I lost seven pounds. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess you could. This guy needed the sauna blanket, and he needed some Metamucil. Yeah, because he did um, 11 and a half. That's a lot. of. He must have been eating, like, chicken wings and french fries. That or he worked out and bulked himself up too big. Oh, too muscular. Yeah, I don't know. Did you see any quotes from him? Because you've got to. He had to have known going to the weigh-in that he wasn't going to make it. Exactly. Like, why even bother? Right, he had to get on a scale at some point before showing up there, and then he rolls up 11 and a half pounds overweight. Yeah, you would think. Plus, you know when you're Hmm. up weight like that. Yeah, if you weigh 143 pounds and then you're up 11 pounds, you're going to notice that. Right. I know when you get to 130, you feel it. I feel it, Jerry. (laughs) I'm like 158 now. Oh, getting heavy. I was at 143 at one point. Were you really? Yeah. I was too. Fourth grade. You were not 143 pounds in the fourth grade, No, but Terry. I was in eighth grade, I would bet. Really? Yeah. In eighth grade? Yeah, I would say so. Because, yeah, absolutely. When I got my driver's license, I was five foot five, one seventeen. So you were a Wait. string bean then, you're a string yeah. bean now, and in between you ate bags of chips and you ate a lot more. of chips, Jerry, a lot of chips. Johnny Damon was arrested for a DUI in I Florida. Yes. Johnny Damon was a Florida man. A Florida man. For the weekend, and he really went all Florida man on us. He was uh, three times the legal limit, and his wife uh, was booked for battering a cop during the stop. Ooh, that's not good. Uh, when uh, he spent a couple, uh, uh, he spent some time in jail, and when um, they talked to him afterward, he said, jail sucks. <laughs> Shocking. In case you didn't know. Yeah, I was pretty sure I had an idea. A Johnny Rocket. Yes. Boy, I tell you. It's a bad job by Johnny Damon. And he three blew, times and the legal limit. Three times limit. the legal limit, right? That's a lot. That seems like a lot, Jerry. Yeah, I would say so, too. So I because That's of what just, happened with Bruce Springsteen. So I yeah. went out Saturday night, and we were we were in Asbury Park. Had a really nice. good time. Nice. Yeah, Where'd good you time. go? 
Uh, I'm not going to say where we went, but oh, we had a okay. really good time. And it was the place was well done. Everybody that was inside was spaced out, but we ended up in one of those igloos, which was actually a lot of fun. It was a good oh, time. Oh, you went igloo. Yeah, so you were only with people you knew, and, and it was good. I had two beers in two hours. And I got in the car, and I'm thinking, if I get pulled over, and it was even more than two hours, like two and a half hours. Yeah. Like, is this, like, I don't know. I always thought, like, that was fine. One one drink per hour, and it was beer. It wasn't even, like, a drink drink. Right. But I'm all freaked out now by the Bruce Springsteen thing. Right. I don't think we got the full. By the way, I think Bruce Springsteen's doing court this Wednesday, this week. So okay. we'll, Are you we'll be find. There? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say no yet, did he? <laughs> hmm. If it's like a, if it's a, you know like like at eleven a.m. or twelve noon, I might be able to get there. You got nothing going on. <laughs> Hold up signs of support. <laughs> well, that, you know, it's funny you he say was that framed. because the one time I went to a Bruce concert, I couldn't believe the way people streamed in with Bruce flags and paraphernalia, yeah. like it was a sporting event oh yeah you I gotta hold up signs signs with your favorite song on it and hopefully he sees it jerry and then plays it but like people were flying the flags in the in the flatbed of their truck yes pulling in like yeah bruce you know like it's this big game like you know we're gonna kick axel foley's ass today axel foley axel rose <laughs> axel foley was beverly hills cop sorry <laughs> yeah no you have to uh you you tailgate at a bruce springsteen concert the same way you would tailgate for jets or giants over at metlife stadium yeah, it's pretty wild that's what you do so yeah i might head up to newark today and or tailgate, wednesday right in front of the courthouse i might tailgate in front of the courthouse uh, b- bring a big boom box and blast some <laughs> some <Glory> of bruce's <laughs> when i wasn't getting arrested in a haze glory days that would be good for you, you yeah would, you'd get on news 12 for oh, sure yes we caught up with some Bruce fans outside the court. Oh, Man, hi. You. Al Dukes in the Boomer and Geo program. How are you? How are you? Uh, yes, I think he was framed. Uh, there's something going on here. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen was targeted. The, uh, the ironic part, well, not ironic, the interesting part of this is I wouldn't put it past you now that the thought's in your head. Yeah. If, it, if Newark wasn't so far away, like if it was going to be in the Monmouth County Courthouse, like I'd probably wander over like there. It's in Vermont. Yeah, it's far. You used to actually drive to New York City every day. Remember those I know. days? I know. I can't believe that. Newark's not so bad. You'll be fine. Right. I'd, I'd still. Uh, that's only halfway there. And what else are you doing? Not much. Right. This is Bruce. This is your guy. Yeah. I enjoyed this story, Jerry, because a lot of times we think the media and the athletes have a contentious relationship. Uh, right? I would think that's probably true in some cases, yes. They don't like, they feel like sometimes they're misquoted in newspapers well, and magazines. Are. Sometimes their quotes are written differently than the intent was. Yeah, and a lot of times uh, these writers are looking for a catchy headline. and Yeah. But, very nice, Giannis and Tempatacupo. Who? Giannis. Giannis? Giannis. 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 Yeah. And Tetetokupo. That's not terrible. That's pretty good. Thank you. He was uh, very bummed out, Jerry, when he found out that uh, Milwaukee Bucks beat writer for the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, a man named Matt Velasquez, got himself a new job in Indianapolis. So he was leaving. How bummed out was he? He seemed very bummed out. He said, where is Matt Velasquez? I resigned. Why are you not resigning? (laughs) And he said, and then he said, "Oh, I thought Matt and I were friends." He didn't even tell me. Hmm. 
Now, Matt uh, claimed that he did tweet this story out in back in December. I guess his wife is a uh, doctor, physician, and she's uh, moving to Indianapolis. And he's going with her. And he's going with her. Good for him. Hey, good for you. Yeah, listen, Giannis, you'll be fine. But, you know, Giannis, it also goes to show. But it's nice to see. And it goes to how naive he is. He just seems like a nice kid playing basketball. He yeah. thinks he's made, like, lifelong friends with this guy. And this guy's <laughs> just a writer who, right. when he gets a chance, would bury him, probably. To sell more right. papers. But you know what? Maybe not. Maybe on. they've got a special friendship. Maybe. And maybe it's just Giannis nice is to his see. source. You never know. Like if Sweeney ever ever went to Indianapolis to do something. Brett Gardner would be crushed. Yeah, I would like to see some Yankees that are crushed by that. Yeah, well, that could be the case. It would be very nice. I don't know that nice. Stanton would care. But Sweeney's also not the type of reporter that's looking to make headlines, right? He's uh, He covers the games. He will break a story right. for sure. But I agree, he's not out there like an investigative reporter hunting yeah. down guys and staking them out at hotels to see who they're with. I agree. Right. That's not what he does. He's not like Sweeney Murdy. Be like, uh, let's go to Sweeney Murdy. He's got a breaking story. I was rummaging through Araldus Chapman's garbage. <laughs> no, he's not doing that. <laughs> that he's not doing. I wonder if I would do that, if I would pick through players' garbage well, to see if I could find you something. You covered the Bucks. Did you ever do that? <laughs> no, I was afraid of Is that of why Warren, Warren Sapp. Sapp almost punched you in the face? <laughs> going through his trash? <laughs> no. Back then, I just put the microphone in front of players. I was afraid to even ask questions for the most part. I let other people ask the questions. Well, you know, there's a, it's an interesting thing about that because you've got the writers have agendas, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, like, they've got their narratives that they are trying to yeah. get to and write the story. And I always find it funny when you've got a line of questioning that is pretty pointed towards, you know, a specific part of a game, and then you'll get that random reporter that'll be like, I know it's off topic. But what were your thoughts about what happened in Los Angeles between the Lakers? And it's like, what? Yeah. It's just it's just odd. And you know they're writing a full piece and why they're doing because that's their time to get the access. But you've got the normal beat reporters that are trying to beat their deadline, get their story in. And then it's like, this person's wasting our time. Right. Like, you know, wrong place, wrong time. So I know what you're saying, though. My friend uh, Whitney, who uh, used to uh, cover the teams with me back then, he, he was very friendly with the players and coaches. He's a, a guy's name. Interesting. A, a man's name, yep. Yeah. And uh, he had a nice rapport with the players. So it was he used to love when he would ask the questions because a lot of times reporters would just put their microphones in like what I was doing. Sure. And he used to love when uh, the players or coaches would just keep referencing his name during their answers. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it was so great that they'd be like, uh, well, Whitney, you know, we really didn't run the ball. And Whit, listen, you know, we got to uh, be able to get downfield better. It was so great because then they couldn't use the, the clips. I'm sure his head was swollen. Oh, he loved it. All right, it was great. all swolled up. Final break of the hour, and then we'll wrap things up and then get you to Boomer and Geo as we will start a Monday right here on The Fan. Right now, though, a Radio.com Sports Minute from the great Amy Lawrence paying tribute to one of the NHL's best. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. Right, a couple minutes, we'll get you to Boomer and Geo at 6 o'clock. New Jersey Governor Phil Murphy with Moose and Maggie, 1120 this morning for a special sports-related COVID-19 announcement. Nets wrap up their Western trip with a, another win, beat the Clippers, Knicks over the T-Wolves, and the Devils lost. What else you got, Al? Jerry, the NHL held, held a uh, outdoor game at Lake Tahoe. Still going on, that game? <laughs> which looked beautiful. It did but look as, awesome. as you say, it uh, was a very long delays. I think it took like 11 hours to play or something like that. Wrapped up at night, yeah. 
because the sun was beating down on the ice and it melted it. A couple that's players, a, that's a problem. Yeah. A couple players fell through. One guy's still missing. <laughs> so They're sending a rescue team out looking for him. He fell right through the ice. You are such in an his ass. skates. So, <laughs> Commissioner Gary Bettman will join Moose and Maggie too. Was he doing tell us how the search and, and yeah, the how, right in search and rescue. Still looking for him. It did look cool though. Uh, I saw some images from it, it with awesome. the yeah. that Lake Tahoe setting in the background with all Gorgeous. the the nice uh, mountains. I'd like to go to Tahoe. I've never been there. I'm going to sound foolish, but why stop now? Where is Lake Tahoe? Isn't it between Nevada and California, like right oh, on the border? That's correct. Gamb- Thanks, gambling uh, legal yes. on one side, not on the other. On the other, correct. Oh, all right. So, yeah, I would like to go there. You would like to go I'd to like Lake Tahoe. Colorado, too. Yeah, they've got, you could get weed gummies there, Jerry. Well, I don't so much care about the weed, but it just looks like a cool. I always see a Rockies game in Colorado. It does look cool. It looks neat. Yeah. Never been there. But you can't breathe there, I don't think. People have a hard time breathing in Colorado because of the, the thin air, air. cleaner, though, out there, too? It does seem cleaner. Like, I went to Park City, Utah once. Yeah. Jerry, got, I was breathing. And you got high? I was No, I did not get high, but I was breathing in the mountain, fresh mountain air. And you could tell the difference, right? I could, yeah. Could just been that it was really cold and I was breathing in ice cold air. <laughs> That's possible. That but is you possible. Went summer, didn't you? Oh, right. <laughs> Jesus, Al. <laughs> Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and now James Harden. It's three NBA superstars on one team. The Brooklyn Nets 